Chapter 15 of Stories of the Royal Humane Society by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. On Thin Ice. The sensation of falling into open water is as nothing compared with that experienced in breaking through ice. The feeling of utter collapse and undefinable dread which comes suddenly when that which a moment before seemed a firm footing gives way and precipitates the skater into icy cold water is enough to paralyse the mental and physical powers of the strongest. In open water, even a person who cannot swim has a chance of life, but in breaking through ice, an experienced swimmer has often no chance of escape. In summer, hardly a day passes without its record of bathing or boating accidents, and in winter, skating is scarcely less fatal. In this chapter, we propose to give a few instances of bravery displayed in connection with ice accidents, for which the silver medal of the Royal Humane Society has been awarded. Several years ago, two sisters named Coates were skating with a gentleman named Lewis on Loch Derg in County Galway, Ireland. This loch, which is an expansion of the Shannon, is 24 miles long, with an average width of 2 miles. When the skaters were about a 100 yards from the shore, the ice gave way under Miss Coates, who was some distance in advance of her companions. As the water at the place where the accident happened was 12 feet deep, Mr. Lewis at once made an attempt to rescue the girl from her perilous position, but in doing so, he approached too near the broken part and also fell into the water. With some difficulty, he managed to scramble out onto the surface and started for the shore to obtain a rope. Jenny Coates then threw the branch of a tree to her sister, which materially assisted her in keeping her head above water. She also took off her boots, that she might retain a firmer footing on the ice. In a few minutes, Mr. Lewis returned with a rope, and cautiously approached the hole. He was about to throw it, when the ice again gave way, and he sank beneath the surface, never to rise again. In that awful moment, Jenny did not for an instant lose her presence of mind. Seizing the rope, which Mr. Lewis had dropped on the ice, she succeeded, after several attempts, in passing it to her sister. The brave girl had not sufficient strength to drag her sister onto the surface, and for nearly two hours the girls remained in this terrible predicament, Jenny, meanwhile, crying for help till she was hoarse. At length, their younger brother appeared on the scene. When he saw the state of affairs, he rushed off and quickly returned with another rope. Jenny then handed the rope to which her sister was clinging to her brother, 
and with the other she crept on hands and knees to the hole. Stooping over the edge, she tied the rope tightly round her sister's waist. Then, crawling back to the firm ice, she assisted her brother in dragging the almost lifeless girl out of the water and carrying her to the shore. When the committee of the Royal Humane Society awarded the silver medal to Miss Jenny Coates, they unanimously agreed that the courageous conduct of the late Mr. Lewis should be placed on record. For had he survived his gallant attempt at rescue, he too would have received a silver medal. The next rescue is certainly unique, if not unparalleled in the annals of life-saving. Two young men, named Smith and Dennison, were skating on a piece of water near Penrith, when they broke through the ice in different places, and became immersed in twenty feet of water, about two hundred yards from the bank. Hearing their cries, two brothers, named Joseph and Frederick Whiteside, went to their rescue with all speed. Joseph fastened a piece of stout cord to a stick, and crept with this in his hands towards the hole where Smith was evidently drowning. When he got near enough to bring his apparatus to work, the ice broke under him, and he also became immersed. In desperation, Smith seized his would-be rescuer by the throat, and with the mad instinct of self-preservation, fastened his legs round him. Thus pinioned, Joseph was helpless, and the two men went under several times. They would both in all probability have been drowned, had not Frederick Whiteside thrown off his coat and waistcoat and plunged into the hole. After a desperate struggle, he succeeded in freeing his brother, and then he devoted all his energies to saving Smith, a feat which he eventually accomplished. Joseph was by this time much exhausted, but he managed to keep afloat until his brother came to his assistance and rescued him. Frederick then turned his attention to Dennison, who was still struggling in deep water. Skating up to the hole, he cleverly placed the stick in the drowning man's hands and drew him out without further mishap it ought to be a source of great gratification for us to know that an institution like the royal humane society is in existence to acknowledge such acts of heroism on the second of february eighteen eighty adam lachlan a student of Boniface College, broke through the ice while skating on Lake Shearwater in Wiltshire. As often happens, he was carried under the ice and was in immediate danger of drowning. Another skater, named Cunningham, at once determined to make an attempt to save the unfortunate fellow. Encumbered as he was with clothes and skates, he plunged without hesitation into the hole. Swimming under the ice, 
he seized hold of the unconscious student and succeeded in bringing him to the open space where both were drawn out of the water in safety for this plucky and dangerous action mr henry ward cunningham received the silver medal another rescue under exceptional circumstances was performed on the fourth of january eighteen ninety three a gentleman named patchell was skating with a party of ladies on simmons lake dungannon ireland when the ice gave way and he was thrown into the water which at that part was about twenty feet deep fortunately he did not lose his presence of mind and though he was carried under the ice he struggled to break his way through and after repeated efforts finally succeeded on coming to the surface he was however unable to do more than keep his head above water for every time he attempted to assist himself by putting his weight on the ice it gave way and he frequently sank finding that he was wasting his strength he made up his mind to wait calmly till help arrived one of the ladies miss margaret long courageously skated up to the edge of the hole threw herself flat on the ice and after undoing her cloak handed one end of it to mr patchell while she kept hold of the other and thus held him above water her position was extremely perilous owing to the treacherous nature of the ice which was thin and rotten though almost covered by the overflow of the water on the ice surface she held on for some time till the arrival of two men named smith and hart by whose help patchell was finally rescued the silver medal was awarded to miss long and bronze medals to smith and hart End of chapter fifteen